0: What is going down? Good people, welcome back to the station. And y'all know who it is, it's your boy GQ. You can find me on Twitter, at RayGQ. And this is The Rookie Report Season 2. We are back for another season of The Rookie Report, one of my favorite series that I put out on this station on the channel. So make sure you're tapped in, you subscribe, subscribed, thumbs up, like the content. That way, every time we drop stuff, which during the season, I mean, it's like every other day, we're dropping all different types of content. But the Rookie Report, the goal of this show is just to track these guys, track these rookies that we touted throughout the pre-draft process, the NFL draft, rookie minicamp, OTAs, training camp, and every week of the NFL season and kind of value engage what we need to do with these guys in Dynasty. Should we try to buy these guys? Should we be trying to sell them, trade, hold? What do we do? Strictly rookie talk. This is what I live for. This is it. Here we go. Let's drop the intro and get into the content, baby. All right. So week one rookie of the week goes to not a first rounder or a second rounder or a third or fourth rounder. We are going to start with fifth round rookie running back from Louisiana, Elijah Mitchell. That is right. Elijah Mitchell is the hotness. I hope you were able to get him today on waivers. But the rookie running back out of Louisiana, we didn't hear a ton of buzz about Elijah Mitchell coming out of training camp. All the buzz was over Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon was looking good. Trey Sermon's going to lead this backfield. He was the third round pick. We saw how he finished up his career at Ohio State. And week one, it was the Elijah Mitchell Show. 19 carries, 104 yards for the rookie, and one touchdown. Looked explosive on that 38-yard run. Trey Sermon was inactive. And the report came out that Elijah Mitchell just looked better than Trey Sermon throughout training camp. No beat reporters were touting this. We had no idea that this player was going to be as good as as he looked week one. And yes, it is only week one, so I'm not telling you to go out there and trade multiple first-round picks for Elijah Mitchell. He is somebody that I talked about throughout the pre-draft process. I said a couple of hot takes. People thought I was crazy when I said I believed that Elijah Mitchell would outscore Trey Sermon in 2021. And so far, that prediction looks to be true. We've got a lot of season left, but there's nothing that we can take away from this young man and what he did week one of the NFL season. Looks good. He's fast. He's explosive. We know he ran a 4-3 at his pro day even if we adjust, you see the type of running speed that he has in this Kyle Shanahan offense. I think Elijah Mitchell is going to be very good. So for those of y'all who listened to your boy, those of y'all who picked up Elijah Mitchell in the third round of your rookie draft, sometimes even fallen to the fourth, congratulations, round of applause. You probably won week one. And right now, as it stands today, you have the best-looking rookie running back in the 2021 class. And we'll get to Najee Harris in a minute but Rookie of the Week, Elijah Mitchell. Now let's take a look at the quarterbacks, which quarterbacks are on the rise, which ones are on the decline, and which ones are still kind of waiting for. Trevor Lawrence, we got to start with the top guy. He had over 300 passing yards in his Jaguars debut versus the Texans, 332 to be exact, three touchdowns, three interceptions, completion percentage under 60%. It was an up and down day for T-Law. I think ultimately if you had him, he scored you a lot of points, gave you up gave up some points as well. Uh the, the, the Jaguars it just I just can't buy into the team right now. I can't buy into Urban Meyer. I can't buy into the philosophy what they're doing. They took a beat down from the Houston Texans and it looks like right now the Jacksonville Jaguars are in store for another bad season and another high NFL draft pick. Now, Zach Wilson also had an up-and-down day, and I'm not going to put it all on Zach Wilson. I'm not going to blame it all on Zach Wilson. That Jets offensive line looks terrible, and they lost Makai Becton. I'm not sure how long he's out for, but he was carted off. Did not look good. They averaged a measly 2.6 yards per rush attempt. He had no time to throw the ball. He took two. He took six sacks, threw two intercept, two touchdowns to Corey Davis. Uh, you know, you see the arm strength. You see the talent. The Jets are just bad, man. The Jets are a bad team. I like Zach Wilson. I predicted him to be the second leading scorer at the position. He did throw an interception. We'll see. We'll see. Zach Wilson, for me, I'm not going to give him a stock up or stock down. I'm not going to do the arrow up, arrow down on Trevor Lawrence. But I will just say that I want to see some more improvement out of Zach Wilson. But you did see some of the things that he was touted for coming out of BYU. The big arm definitely displayed that in the game. And uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what he does. He's got the big arm. He can make all the throws, off-platform throws, delivering the ball where very few quarterbacks can make. And Zach Wilson, I give him a so-so day along with Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields didn't play. Can't really talk a lot about him. Trey Lance did throw a touchdown pass, but outside of that, I mean, it was Jimmy Garoppolo. and Jimmy Garoppolo played well. Andy Dalton did not play well. So I'm hoping we get to see some more Justin Fields here in the coming weeks. But the best rookie quarterback performance of this past Sunday, surprise, surprise, it was New England Patriots quarterback Mac Jones. Even in a 17 16 loss, Mac Jones showed command of the offense. Uh, you know, we want to see him take a couple more shots downfield, pushing the ball downfield a little bit more. But 29 for 39 in his debut, 281, one touchdown, only was sacked one time. Should have been two. That second, that other one was the, the penalty they call was a little phantom. But I think Mac Jones has sort of proved everybody wrong at this point. Will he develop into a high end fantasy asset? I don't know. I think he's going to be pretty damn good. But what, what is confirmed, and I think what we all can agree on, is Mac can play at the NFL level. He's not a product of Alabama. He had Nelson Aguilar looking good. When he was getting the tight ends involved. New England is getting good hands with Mac Jones. To me, the most impressive rookie quarterback of week one. And the arrow is 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 pointed up on Mac Jones and you know I'll actually say the arrow is pointed up on Justin Fields because as bad as Andy Dalton looked I think the arrow has to be pointed up on Justin Fields that Chicago Bears offensive line is not very good you need a quarterback that can give you some juice with his legs make some plays outside the pocket and for heaven's sakes man get Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney involved in the offense Justin Fields with A-Rob Mooney David Montgomery and Cole Komet, that makes for a lethal offensive combination. Get Justin Fields on the field, but right now, as the odds makers have it, the leader for Offensive Rookie of the Year, Mac Jones, my quarterback of the week for week one. Now let's dive into the running backs, and this will be very quick because we already talked about the Rookie of the Week in Elijah Mitchell across all positions Coming off of the pine, taking over for a hurt, Raheem Mostert and putting up the numbers that he did. Spectacular. Chef's kiss. Uh, the running back who did not perform so hot was the number one running back taken in the NFL draft. And I'm talking about my guy, Big Najee Harris. Now, Najee Harris played 100% of the snaps at the running back. I mean, he was in a lot. I mean, he played a lot. The Steelers looked bad from start to finish. They ended up winning that game, but offensively, it was a cluster. Big Ben didn't look good, but Najee, 16 for 45, long of 18. He was not involved very much in the receiving game with three targets, one reception for four yards. Not good for Najee Harris. I think he, he was one of the least impressive running backs in week one. I got to keep it a bean. I got to keep it a buck with y'all, but I'm not concerned. The fact that he did touch the ball 17 times in his debut versus a tough Buffalo Bills team, a lot of people who think can win the Super Bowl this year, Hey, welcome to the NFL, Najee. This isn't Western Carolina. This isn't Mercer University. This is the big time. So we got to see some more performance out of him. See Najee Harris step it up in the coming weeks. I'm not concerned. I'm not panicking. Don't sell Najee Harris. Don't do anything silly like that. But Najee Harris, definitely one of the more disappointing running back plays in week one of the early NFL season. Now, Javonta Williams, my RB2 in the 2021 class, had 11 for 45 with a long of 12, one reception, negative four yards. He, too, was quite disappointing. Didn't do much from the running back position, and unfortunately for him, Melvin Gordon went off, 11 for 101 with a 70-yard touchdown run. We saw him catch three passes for 17 yards. This is what it's going to be. I, you know, Javonta's not going to take over the backfield this year outside of a Melvin Gordon injury. Melvin still looks like he has a ton left in the tank. So these high-end rookie running backs, they're not the wave. They're not the wave right now. It's only week one. I get it. I know. It's only week one. And I do expect to see both Najee Harris and Javonta Williams get better opportunities, get more involved in their offenses. But in week one, neither of these guys really impressed. Not a ton to get excited about about the running back positions. Outside of Elijah Mitchell and the last guy that I want to talk about, Kenneth Gainwell. Yes, Kenneth Gainwell from the Philadelphia Eagles, the running back out of Memphis. People were scared off at the landing spot because of Miles Sanders, because of Jalen Hurts, because of Boston Scott. Boston Scott played absolutely zero, did nothing. Kenneth Gainwell scored a touchdown, nine carries, 37 yards, was also involved in the passing game. He's the RB2 in Philadelphia. And I think if something were to happen to Miles Sanders, and knock on wood, we don't want that to happen, but Kenneth Gainwell would be a very, very high High-end RB2 with RB1 weekly winning upside at the position. Kenneth Gainwell is a player right now. If I were to tell you to go trade for any of these rookies, it wouldn't be Elijah Mitchell. It wouldn't be Devontae Smith. It wouldn't be Jamar Chase. It would be Kenneth Gainwell. The cost of acquisition to get a Kenneth Gainwell, what? Probably a second-round pick next year? Take my 2022 second and give me back Kenneth Gainwell. Kid is going to be a stud, and I think – he is on the precipice, right on the cusp of becoming a very, very valuable standalone asset, especially as they get him more acclimated in that offense and in the receiving game. Kenneth Gainwell, stock, stock, way up. The only other running back I have stock up this week is Kenneth Gainwell. I mean, besides Elijah Mitchell, of course, but Najee and Javanta, yeah, meh weeks for them as well. Let's get into the pass catcher. Check it out, NFL football is finally back baby and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find cowboys tickets or rams tickets or cardinals tickets anymore because tick pick that's t-i-c-k-p-i-c-k is the original no fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need is your go-to for all nfl tickets tick pick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites charge which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their nfl tickets don't believe it if you can find better prices. For the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in in purchase price. Listen, I know you want to go to a Cowboys game here in Texas, or you want to go see those awful Jaguars play on the road. TickPick has you covered. Visit TickPick.com slash Debbie today and use the promo code Debbie to save $10 off your first order for those Dallas Cowboy tickets or whatever your favorite NFL team tickets are. Now, we spent the entire draft process, pre-draft, draft, training camp, just beating our heads up about Devonta Smith versus Jamar Chase, who is the wide receiver one in the 2021 class. Flip a coin, because both of those dudes look like they are going to be studs. Jamar Chase was criticized, ridiculed, and left for dead because he was dropping the ball in training camp. Goes out there five for one hundred and one and one touchdown, a long 50-yard bomb, and Devonta Smith was knocked because he was too skinny. He's not going to be able to separate. The BMI isn't there. Six for 71 and one touchdown for Devonta Smith. At one point, he had four straight receptions from Jalen Hurts. As I've said, he's the number one in Philly. Jamar Chase looks to be the number one in Cincinnati. I think both of these dudes are rock solid studs. And whereas Jamar Chase is already being valued as a top 10 dynasty receiver, and Devonta Smith way down there in the 20s, That's a player you need to go get right now. Devonta Smith, if Jamar Chase is top 10, damn it, Devonta Smith should be top 15 at worst. Get the pre-draft BS out of your head now. He can play. You can't hit what you can't touch. The hands are there. The routes are there. He's the number one target in Philadelphia. And quite frankly, week one, Philly looked like one of the better teams in the NFL, especially offensively. So if I could go out and acquire Devonta Smith right now, Do it. He was fantastic, as was his Alabama teammate Jalen Waddle. He balled out and scored a touchdown. Now we'll see how that target distribution starts to go with Will Fuller coming off a suspension. Mike Gusecki wasn't really involved, but we did see some of that downfield home run ability from Jalen Waddle. He caught a deep ball from Tua, used that speed to explode to get to the pylon. I think this was the first time that the first three top ten picks at the wide receiver position all scored touchdowns in their NFL debut. Jalen Waddle, stock up. The receivers look like it. Listen, it looks like the receivers are what what we needed to get. We needed to get some Waddle, some Smith, some Chase. Elijah Moore didn't do too much. You know, we were really excited about Elijah Moore. Uh, He just missed a couple of times with Zach Wilson. He had no damn time to throw. I do think Elijah Moore is still going to be very good this season. But there should be no doubt that Corey Davis is the alpha in that offense and is going to be the alpha wide receiver in that offense for the for the foreseeable future. So, you know, for me, it's it's the elite guys, Smith, Chase, Waddle. But do not forget about Rondell Moore, who quietly had four for 68 in Arizona's throttling of Tennessee. And you just see the same stuff that he did at Purdue. He was able to do that on the NFL, on the NFL field. The yards after catch, the speed, the explosiveness, the burst. As the, as time goes on, and I believe only Rondell Moore, he only played 29% of the offensive snaps for Arizona. So as time goes on and they get him more acclimated in that offense and get more creative in ways to use him, they didn't need him. They beat Tennessee down. They didn't need Rondell Moore. But Rondell Moore, the arrow is pointed up on that young man. Looked very, very good in his NFL debut playing limited snaps. Rondell Moore stock up for him. And I cannot get out of here on the first week of the rookie report without talking about Kyle Pitts, the highest drafted tight end of all time, the generational prospect. Atlanta, you messed up. You should have taken Justin Fields. But look, you got Kyle Pitts. He's a stud. He had eight targets. He only converted four of those into receptions for 31 yards, not the debut that we wanted. And everybody told us it takes rookie tight ends some time to develop. I'm not buying it with Pitts. I do not think this was a Pitts problem. It is an Atlanta problem. They are terrible. That offensive line couldn't block anybody, and they're going to have a ton of trouble in Week 2 versus Tampa Bay. But you got to continue to start Kyle Pitts. You see how they want to use him. He was flexed out. He was in line. He was in the backfield. Get him the ball. Stop with this Hayden Hurst nonsense. Stop trying to throw Just throw it to Ridley and Pitts. Ridley and Pitts. That's what it should be. Pitts and Ridley. Ridley and Pitts. That's it. Not the impressive start that we wanted. I got to keep it real. Again, I'm not going to stock down anybody this week. I'm not going to say go out and sell, get rid of any rookie after week one. Because as we saw last year, listen, some rookies got off to a hot start and some are starting to show up this year. Jalen Rager, look good, six for 49, one touchdown. I got to throw Jalen Rager in the mix. But do not trade any rookies right now. Don't do it. Don't overreact to the rookies. But the most impressive rookies that I believe played in week one, Mac Jones at the quarterback position, uh, Kenneth Gainwell and Elijah Mitchell at running back, Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, Rondell Moore, all balled out at wide receiver, which should make us feel really good in Dynasty about those picks. And if you've got the Trey Sermons, the Michael Carters, the Ramondre Stevenson's who did not do much, Don't panic. Just week one. We got plenty of season to go. But every single week, I will be bringing you the rookie report. Stock up, stock down. Players you need to trade for. Players you need to trade away. Don't trade away anybody this week. Try to get you some Kenneth Gainwell. And good luck with Elijah Mitchell. I hope you get him off of waivers. But I appreciate you tapping into the station. Appreciate you tapping in the channel. Subscribe, thumbs up. Hit the like button. Engage with the good people in the comments below. Stay tapped in. Wake up with Ray G every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitter and all types of dope content dropping on the channel. I appreciate y'all, man. I'm out of this thing. Peace.